I already know that there is a fucking vat full of crocodile juices that somebody is stirring right now at Maybelline. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. Hey, man, that's good info, though. I, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. In case you ever run across a crocodile and you're like, I wonder when he's going to die. He's not. What were we? Oh, we were talking about an emote. Yeah, you know, Crocs with the lasers. I was wondering where we got, <laughs> how we got here. It's, just, it's a journey, man, and sometimes you forget where you walked. What's up, Tribe? Welcome to the Man Tribe Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Perryman, joined by my co-host... Garrett Krzyzewski. And Jason Hildreth. Hey, guys. We hit record right from the get-go when we got here today. We're going to join the show already in progress. There was another Khabib situation where fans started swinging on the fighter when he, was going, when he was walking out. Yeah, Herb Dean was the ref. At the... At the Some, UFC event? No, it was a Russian event. Oh. Some, oh. like, bullshit league, but... Herb Dean was the ref? So, the guy How got... How does this man have time? Guy got choked out, and he saw uh, Herb come... Well, the fighter thought he had him choked out. Saw Herb coming to pull him off. I respect him for that. I mean, Herb's coming in. It might have took him a second and a half, two seconds. It doesn't take a long time to kill brain cells when you don't have any oxygen going up there. So, he right. let the choke go, and either the guy wasn't out, or he came back too. And then he got up, and the guy was like, oh, hey, chill out. Dink popped him hard, you know, because he wasn't. He's like, the fight's over. I won. Yeah. Nope. Other guy socked him, and then Herb's like, oh, you know, grabbed him, threw him back. Then that guy, whenever he gets his wits back about him, he tries to come back after him. His camp grabs him. Yeah. Whole bunch of confusion. They named the submission <laughs> guy the winner. Okay. Because regardless of whether he's out or not, we saw that with Kevin Lee with uh, Herb came to stop the fight, right? Yeah, it was getting stopped. Yeah, if it yeah. Gets and that's stopped, what he says. I, 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 it's a submission win for this guy. Uh, fuck Kevin Lee with uh, Michael Chiesa. Remember mm-hmm. that it was, but regardless, he's yeah. the winner. Leave oh alone. yeah, that was this past one where he was like, "I didn't tap." Yeah, he, yeah, he was yeah, basically yeah. going out. So the winner, when he was walking on the way to the back, some of the fans of the other guy, which, like I said, it's a smaller organization, just started swinging. And so then he's, you know, of course he has to defend himself. Then his camp grabs him. Some of them grab him. The other ones start throwing punches. Then other people get involved. Then the guy who won, his fans start. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? It was, like, it was amazing. You see what you started, Khabib? What <laughs> the fucking fuck, dude? Hey, do uh, you watch Macy Barber? Fuck the fight game up. She's good, man. She yeah. she looked She's stout. Solid. She called out McKenzie, man. She has a good point, though, because right now uh, McKenzie is ranked number 15. Right. So It was a good call for her. Yeah. It was, it was just like her, that she didn't read the room. Yeah. And so when she was like... Uh, if if you like this, like you're gonna watch my keep watching my career, and there's like six people in the audience that are like clap because they're like, whoa, okay, all right, coming in hot. It was, yeah. and uh, she said something too, like when she was calling out Dern, she's like, oh yeah, I'll be uh, it's, that's a good fight for me, and she talked like it had already been made. Yeah, and I'm like, oh well, now you got Dana in a fucking corner, but. It was Just weird. because she's she sounded like that, Dana will probably not book that fight. Yeah, out of spite, he's like, "You don't <laughs> book these fights, I do." Or he's like, "Great, great enthusiasm! Like we need more of that fucking antics." Yeah, like make it happen. 
She don't want none of that noise, though. Mackenzie will tie that woman in a knot. Well, yeah. They, like, I want to see it, but either way, she's, she's a violent woman, Macy yeah. Barber. Mm-hmm. The elbows, man. The fucking elbows and knees. Yeah. Crushing. 20 years old, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beast mind out here, young, in the gang. Yeah. Can't be mad at that. Just young enough to be dumb. Yeah. But also <laughs> deadly. Do y'all have any respect for the Korean zombie going for broke, even though he was up four rounds to one? Yeah. There's there's something to be said about the fact that he was just like, He could have coasted. Fuck it. Yeah. And it, there was 10 seconds. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah I, I actually earned, because of his military, you know, going back, what, he had three years of military service? Yeah. Then he had a year and a half layoff because of a knee injury or something like that. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, I'd definitely give it to him to still be able to compete at the highest level after years away from the game. Right. And you had it in the bag, but you don't settle because you didn't want to leave it to the job. I'm not mad at that. I, I'll be honest with you. I like the sportsmanship of, like, after a, a groin shot, accidental eye poke or whatever, like, fucking hug it out, pat on the back, whatever. I like that. I thought that maybe they were doing that a little too much in yeah. the last round to where I'm like, no, 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 y'all fight. Y'all didn't do anything. Like, <laughs> keep, keep, keep fighting. And that's what the ref was saying, too. But it brings me to, like, before they agreed to bang it out for the last 20 seconds or whatever yeah. it was, uh, they had one of those weird, like, take a breath and look at the crowd moments. Yeah. And I'm like, no fight and then that happens and i'm like that's it that's why you don't do that shit man <laughs> like you should have just fucking stayed focused right i saw that they posed together in the hospital afterwards because they were both fucked up obviously yeah. after that but i thought that was pretty cool especially after think, a five-round war i don't think there's any amount of focus that prepares you for that fucking backwards uppercut elbow of death yeah whatever the fuck that was y'all want to give the uh, folks at home a play-by-play on that just so they know what we're talking it's about. Kind of hard to, yeah. <laughs> How do you? It's kind of hard to it? describe because yeah. at first, whenever I saw, I watched it for about thirty minutes straight on a loop, trying yeah. to figure out yes. whether he meant to or not, and with yeah. the, the Korean zombie to. had a lot of his momentum coming forward, but still he put a little ump into it. it. There was a yeah, I think he he didn't think he was going to actually land it, but he did throw it for right. sure. Oh, he yeah. threw it intentionally. He threw a bunch of. Um, well, a spinning, like a back elbow, he, mm-hmm. he throws quite a bit. But he also throws, like if he throws an overhand right and kind of like f- goes down and faints with it, when he's coming back up, he'll launch that elbow straight yeah. up. So, I mean, that's that's something in his arsenal. I don't know that the over-your-own-head backwards dip-duck-and-dodge-dive elbow was there. but he He did. It was because he mentioned that he actually – Learned that from watching uh, Cerrone throw it in the back, like before oh, the fights. Okay, and he's warming up. He saw him throw that elbow one time, and he was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." <laughs> so he started work. Now, how you know? What are the chances that you're going to land that shit? Yeah. What are the chances you ever have an opportunity to land? Yeah. That? I mean, like you're not going <laughs> to the last three seconds of a five round yeah. fight. Yeah. It's hard to even explain, but for anybody out there, just imagine somebody bent over at the waist and then throwing an elbow behind them. Just look that shit up. Yaya Rodriguez versus the Korean zombie, Chang Sun Jung, whatever. I, I can't even get my elbow like more than 
10 inches behind me when I do that. Oh, no. He, he Dude, there's no flexibility here. I look like John McCain, <laughs> RIP, but <laughs> there's like no fucking flexibility going no. on there. No. I, I did uh, like a 30-minute pregnant yoga session with my wife. I've done a couple of them, but it's like special yoga poses. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I could probably get into this if pregnant women can do it. <laughs> <laughs> there's one pose. It's like... It's sitting on the floor, basically. Just sit on your butt and put your hands behind you uh, and kind of lean back, right? Yeah. But they, I think the hands, like it's like palms forward, maybe. It's like the maddest I've been in the last year. Because <laughs> I'm like, my fucking hands don't go that way. <laughs> and then I, I realize when I see myself in the mirror that my arms are just kind of out to the sides because they don't go behind me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't fucking elbow a wall behind me if I'm standing on it. Yeah. So, like. <laughs> Brutal, man. Well, that was a uh, that was definitely an exciting end to Yeah, I mean, shit, considering the co-main event, a man broke another man's arm and got to take it with him, too, with yeah. his trophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, and actually, with all where, the Where did he put it? Where do you think he put it at? <laughs> did he break it? Yeah. Arm. He tweeted oh, at him, didn't shit. he? Or yeah. Instagram. He said, "You broke my damn arm. Congrats yeah. on the fight, or something like that." Yeah. So it didn't seem like with the weigh-ins and then with the post-fight that they really. It's not so much that I started to believe it too that Perry and Cowboy have the bad blood. It's Cowboy and Winklejohn. Yeah, you know the the one of the the coach coaches. The yeah, head for, trainer or whatever. Yeah. So I was buying. I was trying to buy into the hype that yeah they hate each other. Well, really they don't. They don't have a problem with each other. Outside of the fact that Cowboy's no longer training there, and Mike Perry says what all the other fighters have been saying, that he pretty much cares or looks out for himself. Yeah. yeah. But kind of somewhere in the middle there because he's 21 wins now, right, in the yeah. UFC, all-time record, 15 knockouts. He kind of has paid his dues you know, throughout the years to where I'm not saying obviously he's not a great teammate, but if you break MMA down, it's you versus another guy. Or you, you know, versus another chick. Right. It's one on one. So I can understand how you can grasp the team aspect of it, but at the same time, like you have to look out for yourself. You yeah. know, that was the thing was like he, when they booked the fight between him and Mike Perry, which because Greg Jackson and uh, Winkle John's camp is so big that you're going to have fighters get booked against each other in the right. same camp. And normally what they do is they just split it. So Winkle John will be over here, Jackson will be over here, whatever. You know, they fight, they come back together, they train together. Yeah. Well, Cowboy asked, like, hey, like, he just got here. You know, I've been here forever. It was his first – yeah, he had been there for one camp. Yeah. Like, he just got here. I've been here forever. Can we get him to train somewhere else for this fight? You know, mm-hmm. just – just for this fight. Like, he wasn't asking for him to be Kick him permanently off the team or anything. Yeah, that's yeah. reasonable. And Winkle John took the side of Mike Perry. He was like, no, I want to – like, fuck you. I'm going with Mike Perry. Because okay. Cowboy has always been with Greg Jackson. Winkle John's not his guy. He's not – you know, he's gotcha. striking coach, but Cowboy has his own striking coach. So yeah. Greg is taking a little bit of a back seat. So Winkle John technically, even though I don't know how they split it up, but technically Winkle John runs the gym now. Okay. So he ran it through Greg. Greg said they'd have the meeting. Winkle John's like, no, he's never here. Mike Perry looks like, you know, at that time, with the one camp that you saw right. when he was at the gym, he looked pretty damn good. So they thought maybe he'd be the future of not only their camp, but of that division for sure. And they kind of put Cowboy out. And then 
Did they also tell him that he couldn't train there now? Or did they just say, no, he's training here. So whether you want to or not, that's on you. You remember how that went down? I, I, I think that that was it. They were like, that, that's it. That's how it's going to go. Winkle yeah. John basically told yeah. Cerrone that. And Cerrone was like, no, I'm not. I'm got my go. own gym out of this. He's got all that land and right. built his own yeah. gym out he's there. Already, he's got his own shit. So it probably felt extra good. Again, not because he disliked Platinum Mike Perry, but it probably felt good to just go like, fuck you, Winkle John. Right, like, and then you after you can have your shitty camp. <laughs> Winkle John still called him a cancer, really. After the fight, and I'm like, how could you call that guy a can? I mean, I, I mean, I don't really, you know, I, I hate to act like I know these fighters, but shit, I've been watching him. He's literally been at or near the top of the game yeah. since I started watching MMA, and he seems like the most solid fucking dude. Yeah. He's down for whatever. He's you know he's pretty straightforward with everything. You ask him questions, he's not dancing around an answer. Like he's pretty right. straight up about it. He's bailed the UFC out on quite a few occasions. Stepping up, you know, either he takes a fight with a week notice, two weeks notice, or you know he's just fought. Hey, I want to fight in two months. Hey, I want to fight next month. You know, so he's very or has been very active up until I, recently. I don't. I've never really heard him like excessively shit talk i mean he'll say like i'm gonna i'm gonna win i'm gonna right and i i've never heard anybody else besides winkle john say right you know talk shit about him so fuck i don't know yeah you never know what goes on behind the scenes and like what kind of person he is outside the cameras because you know we obviously we don't know him sure besides in front of a camera but seems like a solid dude Never heard anything bad about him until fucking Winkle John comes in calling him no. a cancer and all that shit. And I think you're just mad because he just beat your boy. Yeah, you. Uh, if anybody you, was a you cancer, picked the side and it'd be like a, I don't know, like a John Jones. Would that be kind of cancerous right. to your gym? <laughs> yeah, they did nah. the same thing to Rashad. Yeah, same situation. They did the same thing to Rashad Evans. It ain't nothing new there. Him and John Jones ended up fighting. They pushed him out of that camp because they were like. John's the future. You're the past. John's going to beat you, so we're going to back John. Right. So they weren't wrong, but still, it was pretty. As far as loyalty is concerned, that was pretty messed up. Yeah. We've talked about it off air, but Cowboy Cerrone's appearance on Joe Rogan, specifically the 15 minutes where he talks about his cave diving incident or a recent cave diving incident, where he like thought he was going to die, and not in a panicked way, like spent about an hour thinking i'm just breathing up all my last air like writing a note about to write a note yeah and then mad at himself for spending the time thinking about writing a note right you know what i mean like he was like no i should be trying to get out of here yeah and it's so intense at the end joe's like i i don't right joe rogan speechless yeah he was (laughs) like he was like ski bron james when i was telling the story about a fake 18th birthday party a few episodes right. ago. Yeah. That I know how Joe felt. When I when you showed it to me and I listened to the whole thing, I I had the same reaction to that to his story about that as I did to yours because it's <laughs> it's unbelievable. It like, is. The dude is sitting in front of you and he's telling you about a story where he was like, "Okay, I'm I'm going to die. What do I write on this note? Like in case they find my body." Right. What? Like in a cave under the ocean. Right. Ah, it's fucking nuts, dude. And this is the guy that jumps out of planes on the regular, uh, flipped and 
totaled his Ford Raptor the first day he got it. $100,000 Raptor. And he's like, I had to see if it was worth the money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Went out there and wrecked it. Uh, so, And remember, he yeah. said something about his girlfriend telling him to be careful or something that she wouldn't normally say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what that was? There was a... Th- or he, come back home or something like that. He was going with another gentleman and who was getting older. The mind... He says, like, his mind was there, is there, but some of his motor functions are, you know, a little getting a little sketch i don't yeah. i don't know he he wasn't talking bad about him they won't dive together ever again but yeah essentially yeah she told him like i don't want you to go like and he was like what, what are you worried about i'm coming home i come home every I'm, time i'm coming yeah. home and like yeah. then he was down there in the cave like you fucking said you were coming home <laughs> why <laughs> like just but you, you can't watch that story and watch him tell it and like get out of his chair like he's so amped up you can't look at that guy and think with all the motivations to love his family and uphold that promise that he's some kind of cancer. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't get that from, and that's as pretty raw as you get, man, sitting there talking to Joe Rogan, like for three hours. It's just that fucking baby mama drama. Yeah. In the, in the Jackson, yeah. Mr. Winklejohn, sir, <laughs> Jackson Winklejohn camp, like fuck that shit. I'm going to have to look up a picture of him. I thought that was pretty awesome, though, that he, he still has that swag about him, though. He's like, you are you know, whenever he finally, like, whew, took a deep breath, he's like, you're fucking Cowboy Cerrone. Like, you're going to figure this shit out. Right. You're going to yeah. get out of here, you know? So I, I feel like he's a badass no matter where you put him. No, he, he had a good point, though, uh, when he was talking about in that cave, and this is, like, not what we're talking about, but he's like, panic kills everyone. Like, panic yeah. kills. And that's true. If you can't slow your mind in one of those situations and go, okay, we've got time. Yeah. Let's think gone. about this. Like, if if he hadn't done that, if he'd have just flailed around and tried to find openings, he'd have yeah. toast, man. Which he did. He admitted in that story, too, yeah. that he did at points like, right. panic, and he thought that's, you know, that I'm dead now yeah. because I did that. It's just a crazy-ass fucking story, to, man. Speaking of panicking, can we please... I'm just going to go ahead and get something off my chest. Don't know if y'all feel the same way. We hadn't talked about this yet. But with the wildfires in California, Mm -hmm. I don't care what celebrity's property got burned up or burned down. But did you see that uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye actually paid contractors to dig a ditch around their entire community to save the houses? Millions of dollars. And as far as I know, it, it, it works. What are they fucking pharaohs? <laughs> it was a, their mansion. They're like just going to turn into a moat sixty now. million dollars on top of all their neighbors. You know, yeah. so it saved a lot of money by spending that money. But like, right. that's a story. While you have people out here literally losing everything. Yeah, you know, like, this shouldn't go in the same breath. Do you, do you think that they got it all dug and they ran back up and they were like Kanye, the fucking shovel in his hand? He's like, it's dug. <laughs> How do we fill it up? <laughs> like. <laughs> How many uh, motherfuckers do you have just sitting around if you can just point and go, I'm going to need you to dig a moat around this whole <laughs> fucking plantation. Put alligators in it, too. Lasers <laughs> on their right. heads. God. Lasers <laughs> on their heads. Hey, can, can you crock you bot. Glad you said that. Can you? Half, <laughs> half, half cold, unfeeling reptile. Half cold, calculating machine. What are you fucking fall into a vat of redundancy? <laughs> Uh, oh, thank you. God damn it. Thank you, Rick Sanchez, <laughs> for that comedic gem. Man. I do have a question, though, about uh, you said alligators, right? 
yeah. so with alligators and crocodiles, the rumor is, we might have to look this up, that they can't die of old age. They either die because they of hunger, because the bigger they get, of course, the more they have to eat. Mm-hmm. But the older they get, they wither down, so they aren't as... Uh, you know, as strong Spry. as fast. Yeah, they can't get around the same way. So they die of hunger. Or, of course, with you know, given that they are older, a young pup comes up and just kills them. Takes you that trope. Takes that territory. <laughs> takes that takes that trope. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know how accurate that is, but it's it's yeah. awesome if they're immortal. But we just they'll never ever will be one that lives that long because of competition and right. the scarcity of food. And, you know, just things of that nature. They can die of diseases. I know so that. So technically they do die of old age, though, because they get it's too old to It's because of old age, yes. Yeah. Is it true or no? Well, partially. Okay. Crocodiles. Alligators are uh, they're a whole other thing. But the information I have immediately relevant is this. Them gators. Crocodiles have no such thing as old age. A seven-year-old crocodile is as good as a 70-year-old one. In terms of agility and other parameters, aging has no effect on them. Although they can't die of natural aging, they also can't live forever, dot, dot, dot. I don't know if I should go down that rabbit hole right now. (laughs) That's the immediately relevant info. All right, so basically, aging has no effect on them. So all you scientists out there that are trying to find this de-aging like a way to slow down aging. Are you fucking taking crocodile samples? Or I already know that there is a fucking vat full of crocodile juices that somebody <laughs> is stirring right now at Maybelline. <laughs> Anti-aging <laughs> serum. <laughs> uh, wow. Hey, man, that's good info, though. I, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. In case you ever run across a crocodile and you're like, I wonder when he's going to die. What were we? Oh, we were talking about blood. an emote. Yeah, Crocs with the lasers. I was wondering where we got, <laughs> how we got here. It's just, it's a journey, man, and sometimes you forget where you walked. Yes. I need, like, some type of conversational, like, fucking inception top so I can, like, know <laughs> if I'm on back in the normal conversation. <laughs> Tangents. Uh, does... Does the top fall at the end of Inception? Uh, is he in a dream or is he in the real world? I don't remember. Is that how it ends with him spinning in the top? Yes, and it like wobbles a little. Oh, that's right. But then the screen cuts to black. So you don't know if it fell, if he's in the real world. You don't know if he's in a dream. That's kind of a dick move. Right. Yeah, Christopher Nolan, asshole. <laughs> I know I always bring it up, but... Christopher it, Nolan? It's, yeah, a, right. it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia did a, like, Inception-style parody thing. Of course. Did Rick and Morty? Uh, yes. Well, well, the one that we watched, the first uh, one, first episode of season three. Oh. Where they're in Rick's mind. That's kind of well, Inception-ish. Also the one where they go into the battery. Like, he makes yeah. a tiny universe, that, and all the people power his fucking car. Yeah. And then they keep going batteries deep. Right. Yeah. We got to get you on Rick and Morty, dude. That shit is, like... It, it, Chase has me hooked now. It's funny as fuck. Yeah, Colson and Jacob have tried to get us to sit down and uh, actually... Oh, how many yeah. seasons are out right now? Three. Three. You yeah. get one season every two years. <laughs> I, and I think that I explained it to you. I think that's part of the appeal. It for, is. For some people, though, is because... Absence makes the heart grow fonder. So if you 
you get a season one in 2013 and you have to wait mm-hmm. two years for season two, well, you're going to watch season one over again, like probably yeah. twice. And then it's like with uh, Game of Thrones. I was just so about to say, could long. you apply that same concept to Game of Thrones? Yes. Yeah. Like I, I rewatch Game of Thrones, random Game of Thrones episodes all the time. Right. I'm like, oh, they have a badass battle in this one. Boom, putting it on. Perfect example. How happy do you think Doug Musgrove is right now? We back. <laughs> we back. We've we been back. We we've been back. fucking up his schedule for real. I felt so bad. I'm We're like, back oh. Well, you say that, okay? Yeah. You say that because this episode is going to come out on Friday unless some shit go down. Barrett gets born tomorrow. Yes. Or Friday. Like any day now. Yeah. Just because you said that, he's coming tomorrow. <laughs> it's coming now. Well, either way, we when, could very well get get it captured in the episode the you receiving the call from CJ like, "Hey, you're it's right. time, bro." Yeah, that's arable content. Right. Yeah. 20-minute episode, the end is just Chase <laughs> in a fucking dead-ass panic. Yes. And me and Jason like, what do we do now? We don't know how to run his computer. How about this weather? <laughs> Skype me in. I'm ramping the fucking Kia across College Station. <laughs> CJ, uh, CJ's yelling at you. Yeah. And also yelling at the other people. And you're like, God, do you have to be so loud? Yeah. Don't talk with your hands. Not while we're in the car. <laughs> All right. People will think you want to fight them. <laughs> Uh, love you, CJ. It's my one car rule. No hand talking. No, yeah, no hand fighting. No hand talking. Pretty much no hand stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, and don't no, move your hands. N- nobody getting me in a fight with other drivers. Right. Ah, that's a tragedy. If you got to get out and whoop somebody else's ass for something somebody else did. Yes. Got a baby on the way, <laughs> and they're beating their head in. Yeah. <laughs> fight. Ah. Well, anyway, where the fuck were we? Hey, man, we did pretty good there. Yeah, I think uh, I think actually we're going to hit a break real quick. And we'll be right back with some, with some hot tribeness. Portal gun. Portal guns. kind of instinctually know the fucking sound of like air rushing past your head yeah and <laughs> and like skis or a snowboard on snow right right, right. it's like it's what it sounded like it's what it felt like everything was good i was like i got this shit i'm a fucking pro off the jump and then i got close to the bottom and I was like, fuck, I'm going pretty fucking fast, man. <laughs> Time to make some tough decisions. I, I don't know how to stop. <laughs> Too late to ask. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I fucking reached back in my mind on my YouTube training. And I remember them saying something about how you turn. And I was like, okay, I can do that. At least I'll, I'll turn and then I'll figure it out. Nah, bruh. I went to turn right. And... I just got fucking <laughs> faced <Hadouken>. up. <laughs> <laughs> on the mountain. <laughs> My fucking board caught. Edge caught. Right. And there I go, tumbling, fucking feet overhead. Just, I mean, and I probably rolled like six times. 
mm. it looked like a cartoon. <laughs> Snowboard came off my boots. Like every, it's fucking somewhere down the mountain. And I wind up on my ass with my coat over my head, <laughs> <laughs> like covered in snow. I fucking flip my coat. I mean, this is all like just typical, like cartoonish shit. I flip my coat off, fucking snow falls off. I got a face full of snow. Fucking glasses are broken. <laughs> it's like fucking Christmas story. <laughs> right. Did, did some guy just fucking snowboard by you all slow like and go, Hey, bro, there's some pretty sick videos on YouTube that'll teach you about all this stuff. Right. <laughs> and you're like, God damn it. I just, I reached, in my, I reached in my pocket and pulled my wallet out, and it was full of snow. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I don't think this is for me. That was it? And I went and turned my fucking snowboard in. That oh, day, man. that was it. Oh, like, we got we to get you back out there on the slopes, man. Nah, I just you need a rematch. Even when I was going down the mountain, and I was like, "This is pretty cool," I wasn't like I didn't have like the adrenaline rush or anything like that. It was just like this is a thing that I'm doing right now. Yeah, uh-huh. and so it's not some a snowmobile. I'm here for that. Well, like, yeah, that's. I'd like to get on a snowmobile, but uh, well, I mean, you're a lot more responsible than <clears throat> than I. Because my brother and I went a couple times to Colorado. Says the man who's having a baby. Yeah. Like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But we, yeah, but I don't have him yet. So I haven't got my wife's badge. Uh, but no, we didn't look up shit. We were like, we're going snowboarding and we're going to be good at it. Like we're good at everything else. And we just like showed up. Same, I mean, same story. Like you point it down the fucking mountain. You're like, where's the brakes at? Right. Well, and your idea turning, correct. Like, you just try to turn and go back up the mountain, which gravity <laughs> won't let you do, yeah. and you guys fucking meet in a stalemate, and then that's a win, right? There's just some times that you can't, and I'm sure I've had my share of embarrassing ones, but I, I did watch my brother go face first at about fucking Mach 12, <laughs> and Scorpion and his board curl up, his feet touch the back of his head and somehow <laughs> blow the board out of one of the bindings. So not only has it like contacted, but now it looks like one of his legs has been ripped off because there's still like that boot attached. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, uh, that's it. Like rip this shit <laughs> off at the ankle. This motherfucker's <laughs> going to be a pirate for the rest of his life. Peg leg dog. But we just fucking kept at it, man. And then once there's like a little, there's a little hump, there's a little learning hump. And then once you figure it out, and you're like, "Oh, this is cake." Yeah. And but that's when you get confident enough to try some even dumber shit that you <laughs> don't know advanced. how to stop yeah. from. Nah, that shit just wasn't for me. Because then you know I start thinking about if if I keep doing this, like I'll get it down eventually. Like I'll, I'll know what I'm doing right. at some point. And then I'll go up to the top of the mountain where they don't have the fucking rails and shit, and I'll just be overconfident and off i go and then i'll everybody just clear out here yeah i'll be impaled on a christmas tree (laughs) and that'll be it like that's not the way like it wasn't fun enough for me yeah to go that route like to try to keep going you'll get there yeah give it a go again i insist (laughs) (laughs) it's just it, it it is fun man but also i'm that guy that and well i guess me and my brother between the two of us 
nobody wants to go, this is too much. This is dangerous. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you want to just ride up all the way to the top, to the bowl, <laughs> see what that's all about? But the view's good. And he's like, yeah, sounds good. On the inside, both of us are like, oh, I really hoping he'd say no. <laughs> and then we fucking get there, and we've got goggles on, and we're at the top of the world, and we're both looking down like, do the EMTs come up here? Or like, <laughs> do we have to get down there to them? Like, are they a, stationed? A, yeah, along <laughs> along the route. Where can I point this motherfucker downhill that somebody who can save me or resuscitate me is at? Because if I crash, that's where I want to crash. Right. Man, I need to go back. Let's go back. You're making me miss it, man. When you free Garrett? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to book you six months out. Yeah, good question. Uh, I am. I'm going to hopefully to the snow on the 29th up to Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, isn't it like negative 13? It will it's be pretty goddamn cold. I looked the other day when it was freezing here. I'm sitting outside smoking a cigarette, <clears throat> trying to you know wake myself up, which the fucking 28 degree weather already did that for me. <laughs> and of course, I'm like, shit. If it's cold here, it's got to be cold in Iowa. So I look it up on the Weather Channel. 11 degrees. With a wind chill of two. Yeah, I was going to say, is it the wind chill that bites you up there, or is it just being because oh. of the temperature? Yeah, I've explained this to you before. I don't know that I've ever explained it to you, but the wind chill to me is the temperature. Yes. Because Period. I don't give a shit what you say the temperature is. If you tell, if it feels like two degrees, then motherfucker, it's two degrees. Might as well it's be. not 11, yeah. it's yeah. two degrees. So. The last day, when we first got up there, it was actually pretty warm, and that was my first year going, and I'd heard all these stories about how cold it is up there, and like fucking snow and all this shit. We get up there, no snow, it's like 65 degrees, I got a suitcase full of shit that's just insulated to the tits, all right, (laughs) and like totally unprepared for the fact that it's like the same weather as it is here when we got up there. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> then a fucking norther hit. Blew in. And the wind was like 35 miles an hour straight out of the north. Oh. The temperature that they told you it was, was like 25, but the wind chill was like three. <laughs> yeah. That's it's, so brutal, man. Yeah. It There's something about the wind. Like, you know, even here when it's cold and you're duck hunting, like I can sit with a little light breeze, but when the wind is just whipping and you can't keep it out of like your sleeves or coming in the neck. Yeah. No, it's fucking miserable. You get wind whipped. Take me, take me inside. Right. Was it affecting your dad pretty bad? Like, did you ever feel like at a point, like, does he handle it well to where you're like, shit, well, if he's handling, I got to. Yeah. You, know, like, no, you can't he, say anything about I, it. I mean, he's been doing that for, he's been going up there for 20 years now. So yeah. he's seen it worse than that. Like he's, he's been up there and it's been like actual, they tell you it's negative five yeah. and the windshield is negative 14 and it's, there's like two foot of snow. Right. And he's like trudging up and down mountains trying to shoot a deer. Yeah. At that point. I think I would be more concerned about my fucking personal well-being <laughs> right than trying to shoot a deer. I mean, I guess we'll see. Shit, it's gonna <laughs> Doesn't this small town in Iowa where you guys go hunt every year don't they like bring in an extra semi truck of beer the week <laughs> they know you're coming? Yeah, basically. <laughs> you put the order out there. 
Yeah, we got a crew that goes up there, man. Got it's, that rowdy tribe. Right. And it kind of, that town up there kind of resembles uh, Navasota a, a bit, you know. Like their version of Navasota? Yeah. yeah. It's a small town, you know. I don't think they have a whole lot going on, but. Until y'all get into town. Yeah. Tear it up, man. Is there a, an Iowa grouper that somebody that keeps the bar from floating up? <laughs> If there is, I haven't I haven't met him yet. <laughs> oh, fingers crossed. Yeah, just make sure the some bitch don't float up while while I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, you better keep leaning on it. Uh, How man. many of y'all uh, are going this time? Oh, Over man. ten or Off the top of my head, I don't know. I think eight or nine, maybe. Hey, uh, I know this is random, but I was just made aware yesterday that. We're doing some kind of fucking Deadpool Pikachu mashup movie. Yeah. I actually I, say that. So Ryan Reynolds is voicing Pikachu. Yeah. Never in my life did I see a Pikachu and think, he probably talks like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Not one time. It, apparently, that's part of it, though, is that everybody in the world can just hear Pika Pika. And, yeah. and it turns out, it's fucking Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> so how is that going to Is it like... Him making the Pika Pika noise, and then he has a translator, like a trainer with him? Or is it literally just Ryan Reynolds talking, and he's in Pikachu's body? Well, it's like the one, this trainer that doesn't want to be a trainer or whatever, yeah. is the only one that can hear him. So in the trailer, that's part of it. He's like, can anybody else hear him? Yeah. And, and they can't. Yeah. And he tells him, like, they're not going to hear me. And he... He talks to somebody and like you, we hear the talking, right? From right. this dude's perspective, but the other people, all they hear is Pika Pika. Like uh. that's it. <laughs> so if what is the rating going to, is it going to be PG-13 rated R? With Ryan Reynolds, you would imagine. I, would, I mean, goddamn, it's a movie about uh, Pokemon. Can we, first of all, the, okay, why are the, why are the Pokemon being realistic though? Is kind of a, I'm, I don't know how I feel about that. Turn off. Yeah, I'm not real sure how it because the uh, the Jigglypuff. I don't know if you did you did you play Pokemon as a kid? I, I did ex okay extensively. Jason, yeah, okay, oh, yeah. Jigglypuff. Mm -hmm. Did you ever picture the Jigglypuff being uh, furry? Not once, never. And so, like, it's big and it's got. I mean, it's round and it's got big ass eyes. Yeah, and it's furry, and it looks weird. And it's kind of scary. And then the uh, <laughs> Mr. Mime, too. This is a, a fucking being that's human-sized that looks like a mime but is not actually a mime that has fucking superpowers. Basically, yeah. It can create invisible walls. So yeah. you're talking reality stone Pokemon? Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> like, Okay. So I want to know, do they... I mean, is this thing locked up in a fucking cage in the movie? Because if it was a real thing in this world, it would be in Area 51 getting studied. Like, it wouldn't be out walking among the public. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to be jaywalking. Right. So, so you're saying you in that trailer you were like, does nobody understand how fucking crazy it is <laughs> that they're not in a prison right now? Right. It's more uh, palatable, I guess, when it's in, like, cartoon form or game form to me than it is when it's in a realistic like world setting. When you yeah. watch the jungle book, were you like, there's a bear right behind you. <laughs> Get bear. 
No, because it was a cartoon. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah, cartoon. Yeah. Understandable. So, is there not enough CGI? Is that the problem? No, it's it's. There's too much. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. I just have. Explain. I'll play. You mean to play the? You want to watch the trailer real quick? Yeah, I hadn't even seen it. Also, I saw the the clips. When I was looking for thing. for the rating, the one of the first things that came up is five hours ago. Some sociopath out there combined Detective Pikachu with Alex Jones, <laughs> and I'm hope I'm hoping this like a video or something. It's rated P for Pika. <laughs> you realize I would be killing this. <laughs> I'm animated. I'm a throwback. I'm here. I'm an explorer. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. <laughs> Just talk. Do you understand that? <laughs> you can hear him, right? Pika Pika. Yeah. Pika Pika Pika. He's adorable. Destroy the child. Corrupt them all. Who knows your hands? <laughs> I like women, not men. And if I like men, I'd be proud of it. Yeah. I have a lot of them. But I ain't ever been in bed with no man. <laughs> what is Venezuela? I never sucked any ding dongs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's a pretty that's pretty good alternate trailer, right? <laughs> but then again, Alex Jones playing Pikachu makes probably just as much fucking sense as having Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, right, that's true. he goes from Deadpool to Pikachu. All right, yeah, that's cool. Fan it's favorites, probably going to be an incredible Fan fucking favorites, movie. Man. It, it like, probably will be. The premise is just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you know the way that like Logan was kind of like this. Jason said, "Dark, gritty look at yeah. at yeah. X Men or whatever." I feel like this is kind of like a dark look at Pokemon. Okay. Except for, I feel like a dipshit when I watch it, and it's just like some kitty adventure. Right. He has a, a fucking horrible line in that trailer about something like, well, we have something they don't. It's called hope. And I'm like, this is not what Ryan Reynolds was born to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, you getting that Green Lantern vibe a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, it's that's not weird. good. But, I mean. He's, I he's more know. like a hyperbaric suction suffocation chamber f- for a month. Right. And still... Still talking shit as yeah. soon as it opens. Ah, your name's fucking Francis. <laughs> fucking Francis? <laughs> well, I'm going to spell it out for you. Yes. And we'll see how that one goes. Yeah. Mm. Any other movie coming out here anytime soon you're excited about? Hey, mm-hmm. I got I got one that uh, we talked about off air. Hotel Artemis, man. If you guys still haven't watched that, you should. Still That's the one it. with uh, Batista, right? But He's yeah, Drax. Yeah. Yeah, old Drax. Well, he's not playing Drax though, is he? No, That'd be awesome. No, I don't he, know who. To, I don't know what to call him anymore. You know that, but Batista, his wrestling name is spelled differently from his actual, actual real last name. Oh, why'd they do that? I don't know. He it, just took the U out. It pulled better with Mexicans. So is it Batista and Batista? Is yeah, there a difference like in the way it, you pronounce it? His actual name is B A U Tista. Batista, and then his wrestling name is just B A Tista. Hmm. I wonder why he did that. I don't know. Blue Tista. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to take the time to change it, why not pick something cool? Ray Mysterio Jr. was taken. <laughs> yeah. That is a badass name, That's That though. was pretty dope. Especially for a guy that's, like, mysterious because he's wearing a mask. You get it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Never put those two together, man. That's awesome. You get it? Yeah. yeah. So what's the premise again on this uh, Hotel oh, Artemis? Hotel Artemis. Uh 
star-studded cast. Jodie Foster, Batista, fucking Jeff Goldblum's The Wolf King. Yeah. Uh, but essentially, Jodie Foster runs this, like, seedy 10-story hotel, the Hotel Artemis, uh, in New York. No, excuse me, L.A. Set in 2028, which is 10 years our future. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some big riots. But her hotel, I'm using air quotes, uh, is actually a super high-tech hospital for wealthy criminals. So if you botch a bank robbery job, that's the girl that's going to patch you up. Bernie Madoff. Yeah, it's membership-based. There's a whole thing. Yeah, well, yeah, and, yeah. and fucking it's where Dick Cheney goes to pull the heart out of a child, <laughs> and then they put the little plumbing quick fitting connections on it and they just fucking pop his old one out boy got them hot swappable hearts he throws it over his shoulder into the fucking crocodile pit and they all jump up to snatch it why does everybody cool have fucking crocodile pits man what the fuck they don't die i mean it's like a one pet you don't have to buy again (laughs) you know what i mean kardashian west cheney money do you think they crocodiled their moat to keep the fires out? Absolutely. Firefighting crocodiles. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> With yeah. water hoses attached to their head. So not only are they swimming <laughs> in water. But lasers attached to <laughs> the water hoses so they can aim them. Right. Oh, lizard, my God. Lizard people. We're on to you. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Uh, but... Have you heard about lizard people? No, yes. continue. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, shit. That's that's pretty much it. Um, some shit goes down in the hospital. There's a couple rules: don't kill the other guests, no weapons. Some rules get broken. It, you know, there's riots everywhere. Well, uh, if you had, if the rules had been kept, we wouldn't have the movie. That's why we got rules, guys. Right. But who directed it? Uh, great, great question. Uh, I think it's Drew. Pierce, or it might be Pearson, but I think it's Pierce. It's his directorial debut, so you won't really find anything he's directed before. Uh, However, he did co-write Iron Man 3, and that makes sense because it's a very, like, uh, visually, it it looks like, I felt like I was watching a comic book in a a cool way, but not in, like, an over-the-top way, like Sin City or 300, which are great, but they're their own thing yeah this looks like a normal movie but just happens to have just that total comic book cinematography and uh, you know it's a little bit over the top not like john wick i'd say not like that but man it's a great movie you just got to watch it um i highly recommend it i actually bought it do you have something coming out coming up soon that you're looking for movie wise I think 2019 is yeah is when all the badass movies are coming out. That's the one that you showed me, right? Yeah, Overlord. Yeah, have it, you seen that it, one? It got 97 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, which I don't fucking trust those people because no. Hotel Artemis got like a 57. Okay, make yourself a note. Wait, is that Overlord? Is that the scary one? Yes, yeah, like a German. Yeah. Um. Okay. Zombie thing. Fucking make a note in your phone right now that you need to watch this trailer when we get done with this podcast because I'll just holy show, I'll, shit. I'll just show you the trailer. Yeah. Hey, folks, we're going to watch the trailer. <laughs> All right. Well, you've seen the Overlord trailer now. What do you think, buddy? Whew, that looks like there's a little bit of everything in it. Yes. Action, suspense. Oh, yeah. 
Suspense. That's not a word. Suspense. Suspense. That's the Jewish word. Jewish. Got you too. We're just fucking all kinds of shit up. The Jewish word for suspense. I thought it was like a a hipster, a breve. Well, yeah. Starbs. A little suspense. A little horror. Yeah. A little adventure. A little zombies. Come on with it. The other trailer was a little darker. It didn't have the fucking like Hell's Bells yeah. playing in the background. Yeah. Apparently, like most great movies, Nazis experimenting on shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like yep. all history will remember is like they did some weird experiments. Right. In in the, the last Nazi experiment movie that I saw, they made a guy with a red face and Captain America. And then... <laughs> In this one, mm-hmm. they fucking make zombies. So, yeah. Having some success, huh? It's J.J. Abrams. Yeah. All right. Fuck, Mary kill. J.J. Abrams, J.J. Watt, and J.J. Weedle. Okay, I don't know who J.J. Weedle is. He played on my Little League baseball team, and he's the only other J.J. I know. Okay. <laughs> oh, that okay. makes it easy. So kill and then <laughs> hey, you, you know damn well you're gonna say what I ain't mad at you. Uh, go, you go ahead and say uh, it. I'm fucking man. Ah, <laughs> oh, JJ Watt is is a pretty human, but he also seems like a gentle lover. So you oh you're in it for God. the you're in it for the long game with JJ Watt. Yeah, I might have to marry him, <laughs> and then just get it over with JJ Abrams. He's not a he's not a, a nice looking man. Never seen him actually. I. Damn I just realized that I had conflated Ron Howard and J.J. Abrams. Like, J.J. Uh-huh. Abrams didn't have red hair, right? They, no. Okay. They, they both they have both recently uh, directed Star Wars movies, though. J.J. Abrams, Episode 7, Ron Howard, Solo. Ooh. That sounds more like a J.J. Weedle movie. <laughs> Solo is bad, right? Hey, in it fairness to... It was not terrible, yeah, it wasn't, but it wasn't, it wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. It's. I mean, I'm here for the the fucking laser swords, bro. Like, yeah, I'm here for the laser Kinda swords and the, and the space wizards that can pick shit up with their mind. Like, that's what I'm here for. I don't care if this dude is good at flying and can shoot people with blasters. That's the, that's the only thing that makes it stand out from Star Trek, right? Yeah, the force and the lightsabers and all the fun stuff. Pretty much, yeah. Choo-choo. Somebody right now is just fucking beating the shit out of a Honda Civic <laughs> steering wheel. They're like, that's the only fucking difference, Jason. <laughs> fucking laser swords, that's the only difference, really. They, although they do have the mind meld shit in Star Trek, so that maybe, is that the Force? Might be their version. I don't know enough about it to comment yeah. on it. I don't think that they... I should probably stop there. Well, you know what? I'll just go ahead and say it since nobody else wants to. Fuck Star Trek. So <gasps> all about that S-dub. What's good? Wow. You got Khan, we got Darth Maul. Bring that shit. Yeah. You want that? You're you talking about that. the guy with the, f- like, over-aged forehead? It's like a bunch of wrinkles. Khan? <laughs> Is that Khan? I'm trying to think. Well, uh, who played him in the newest one? I think it was Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh. Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. tracking. So, t- technically, yeah, kind of. No. I thought you were talking <laughs> about, like, the old um, Professor X. Oh, <laughs> like Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart, yeah. yeah. He's actually coming back. I think he's he's like gonna make. Uh, they're making a new Star Trek series on like Stars or Showtime or HBO or something. Okay. And he's gonna be in it. Damn, okay. How old is he? Yeah. He's gotta be in his seventies, huh? Uh, maybe maybe sixties. Yeah, I I would probably I would guess late sixties. Yeah. Probably. But I felt like no, he's in his seventies, dude. Really? He, yeah, he's got to be. 
Cause his the, name in that show was Picard, Captain Picard, which is fucking weak. Right. I kind of Captain Picard. We got Obi Wan Kenobi. That's good, bro. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Get the fuck out of here with your weak ass names. Darth Vader. Darth Vader, bro. God, Darth. Can't beat Pl- that. Darth Plagueis. Come on. How you beating that? I thought that um, Logan was. Uh, I don't know. Like in some way, like his f- farewell to the X Men franchise or what you know like mm-hmm. he's like ah, i'm fucking too old to do another one of these yeah not that he is he's 78 dude oh 78. shit i was way yeah. off yeah i was like a decade off yeah. i would have said 68 <laughs> he looks is good that, is that yeah. fair though like isn't there a certain age that you hit you're not like oh he looks 75 you're like oh he looks like he's in his 70s like you go by decades yeah instead of going by like a year or two that, when do fair. we? When do you get to that point? Like what age? For me, after fifty, twenty. I think it's when you retire. <laughs> I'm like that kid's in his twenties. I don't know. I would say like sixty-five, huh? When you retire, sixty-five and up. Yeah, if you retire, you can tell when somebody looks like old. Like, yeah. Well, hey, R.I.P. Stanley. I, by the way. Well, yeah. Hey, I, that's. I was yeah. gonna bring that up earlier. That is yeah, like, but I mean, a loss. How old was he? Ninety-five. Yeah, like he didn't go too soon. He lived a great life, and yeah, it, it was That's, his time. I, I you know? told Chase the other day. I said, "I the way that I like to look at it is he didn't, he didn't die. He just like stopped living after he accomplished everything. Like he's he's just done. Like he's yeah. just done with life yeah. because he doesn't have anything left to do at this point. Like shit, he conquered. He, he is was comic the books ultimate hero. Yeah, yeah, for creating all the heroes." Right. I saw, or CJ sent me a comic strip of like him standing at the pearly gates and he has two suitcases, like one in each hand, and one of them has like arrows and a shield and like a bunch of like yeah. uh, hero weapon stuff sticking out. Cat and, might need that. I don't know why yeah. you took it with you, Stan. Damn it, Stan. <laughs> uh, but no, there was like a, you know, chat bubble coming from out of the, the frame that said, I heard you're. You're pretty good at uh, creating universes too, or something like that. Yeah, oh, that's dope. And yeah, yeah but it hit me in the feels because, you now granted, I, I'm sure a lot of that stuff has been somewhat handed off, like with the cinematic universe, and mm-hmm. they're kind of taking things a direction. But he he laid the groundwork. Yeah, he laid out the Infinity War story. Yeah, years and years ago. All that, all everything that you see right now in the cinematic universe draws its inspiration from something that he already made, right? You know, you know or that Marvel already made with his, you know, direction. Like, because I don't want to, you know, Stan Lee obviously he's the fucking man, right? But he also had Jack Kirby, yeah, who was yes. like big time, yeah. But yeah, so everything that you see in the movies and all that shit comes from their minds. Which is insane to think about. You know, they have some, there's some original content in the movie, some stuff that's not comic book related, but sure. Most of that shit is, is coming straight out of a page that that man brought out of his fucking crazy ass mind. Yes. Yeah. Like, and just to think of the vast amount, I mean, it's not like he created like 10, 15, 20. I mean, we're talking over 100. Superheroes that he came up yes. with, yes, yeah, and especially in the Marvel movies, shit, at least fifteen or twenty of them are relevant. You know, like they're actually in, yeah, or in Infinity War. You know, right. So, are they already filming the the next Avengers movie? I what think they already shot his cameo, didn't they? Okay, no, it's it's done. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, so he's they're done filming it. So his we will have one more cameo from Stan. Yeah, probably his, cameo. Probably he'll, two, huh? Yeah, because he'll have uh, the one that he did for Captain Marvel, which right. is done also, and then Avengers depending film. on which direction they go, yeah, that'd be a pretty good little send off. Yeah, one of my favorites is uh, when they're sitting at the bar at, in Stark Tower, and Thor pulls out like the Asgardian flask, <laughs> and he's like, "Ah, it's pretty potent stuff, not yeah. for mortal man." And Stan's got like a a navy hat on and he's like yeah come on just pull it's, yeah and then they're carrying him stanley out he says something <laughs> let me say something about i i was on omaha beach or yeah. something like that yeah that's it yeah there's been like theories about how he's actually like a a, a cosmic being mm-hmm. called the watcher that like that's the reason why he shows up and everything to give it more relevance than yeah. just making a cameo yeah, yeah. So, in theory, like, we could look at it years later. If they were to tie some story knot together, it would make sense that Stan was in all these places. Yeah. Like, in Spider-Man Homecoming, he leans out the window, and he's like, I'm trying to sleep up here. And then right. they're all yelling at each other yeah. and shit. And in Infinity War, where he was driving the bus, right? Yeah. Yep. He was driving Spider-Man's bus. <laughs> Kids never seen alien shit before. <laughs> Uh, I'm not gonna say he was like a good actor, yeah. But his ca- his cameos are like obviously cameos, yeah. You know, they're just yeah. like one liners. But it would be kind of cool if though they came out and explained like we did actually have this overarching like setup for him. Like he was a he's a cosmic being. Like he, well, you know, yeah. and that's why he is everywhere. That w- I don't know. That'd be a but he never influenced anything. Like he was just yeah. there. Just which literally there's just there watching. Yeah. yeah. Which that makes sense for the the character of the watcher because he does he it, literally what his name is. Yes. Like, yeah. Well, rest in peace, Stan, and I'm man of condolences to family and the Marvel family and just yeah. uh, I'm sure obviously I didn't get to meet Stan Lee, but I'm sure there are thousands and thousands of people out there that have and have a good story about him big ups if you met stan lee hit us up i'd love to know how that interaction was big ups to the bad bad man with the bad mustache and i mean that in a good way (laughs) (laughs) i'm like like a badass one he's a bad bad man American whistling ducks. North American whistlers. Loud fucks. <laughs> they woke me up one morning. But whistling off your neighbor's house? No, they were in my fucking trees in the back. Oh. It, it was there was like 30 of them bitches. <laughs> Just whistling away. Just going to town. Damn. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Mm, man, I had a uh I had a woodpecker on that like I have that telephone pole that has like a gigantic fucking TV antenna on top of it. Uh. I don't. I just looked up the other day 
Because there's a light up there that's on that, which I like the light, you know, and it just mm-hmm. comes on when the sun goes down. It's yeah. it lights up the yard, and I was like, oh, I wonder when I'll have to change that bulb. And then it was like, it hit me like there's a fucking aircraft carrier bolted to the top <laughs> of that thing, and I've never <laughs> noticed it. I don't think I have either. It's weird, man. Like the shit that like we just tune out because you're like, oh, TV antenna, like, right? You don't even need an explanation, but. It looks like the skeleton parts of those like warships that came in through on the first Avengers movie, or it's uh, it's real weird. But I need maybe that. we just get real famous and then we <laughs> fucking commandeer that TV antenna and start broadcasting a pirate TV channel. I think what you're talking about is like going pirate radio. Yeah, but with a TV antenna, repurpose well. it to broadcast signal. <laughs> okay. I was actually just going to say, like, we should tear it down. There's so much scrap metal on it. We could probably, like, <laughs> build a cool bench or bar or something, maybe. Yeah. Hell, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, I need to cut that thing. Oh, the, I started this because there was a f- fucking woodpecker on that thing just beating the shit out of it. <laughs> like, and I know they take those telephone poles and they, like, soak them in tar. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they're so heavy and dense. Yeah. Poor son of a bitch. Yeah, his beak's just getting fucked up. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure, like, he'll die, and then his kids he's already made, they'll be back next year to try to keep slaving away. Four generations of woodpeckers. And the fucking, the one grandpa that makes it through is like, we've been at this for years. Finally. Spoils of war. Four generations deep. It may already be, like, some kind of, like, Oscar the Grouch trash can mansion like spatially you ever watch that like he's the most intriguing character me to me on sesame street because he'd be like oh i gotta go back in my house and find it and but you'd hear him like walking downstairs and then an (laughs) elephant and like i'm like yeah this is crazy the trash can's just the door yeah his shit is actually underground (laughs) and he has a fucking mansion underneath there he fucking like rolls over in bed next to Dexter from Dexter's laboratory <laughs> and he's like, I'll get the door. Diddy. <laughs> Diddy. I that was too rich for my blood, man. I didn't have Cartoon Network. I had uh Nickelodeon. You know what just came to mind? I don't know why. Invader Zim. You remember that? I didn't watch that. It was a short lived cartoon about a little green alien. It was super fucking weird. Then again, I didn't have Nickelodeon, so my only like brushes with it. Uh huh. Which like I still cherish to this day are, what is it Raiders of No that's Indiana Jones the to, the tomb, the tomb show yeah 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 where yeah, they yeah. have to like climb it's like a maze or puzzle and yeah I know what you're talking about I don't know I don't are you get through it's like a ga- it was almost like a game show though, it is right? a game show yeah it's the hidden temple or American the Gladiators temple? no, that no. <laughs> the hidden temple <laughs> that was Try good though Google yeah. hidden temples is it Legends out. of the yeah. Temple oh. Run? Temple Run? That's a game on your phone. Tomb Game Show is like the first thing that <laughs> popped up. Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. That's it. You've never seen this. Never. Yep, no he's missing time. out in life. That but, was I don't know the name of the like the final fucking temple, but it like has a big face in the side yeah, of it. Yeah, and it'll eat you if you're not careful. It's basically like one of show those it to me. Let me show me the intro. That would be the <laughs> Show me the You're doing it. Me. <laughs> I turned into a fucking beaker. 
That's what. Okay, Oscar the Grouch. Okay, what the fuck was that thing that's manamana? What the fuck was that? Is he is he like hot pink and he has like fucked up hobo hair? Yes. Yeah. What is that? Manamana. I don't know his name, but he's a manamana. Manamana. He's in that Jim Henson movie too. Uh, Castle Rock. Cap. Capel. Capel. Uh, Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. Come on. <laughs> you fraggly motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Fraggle Rock. I've never seen it. All right. Here's the intro. I resign well, no, no. and show you. Dude, I have no idea what's going on right now. What? That's, that's why I was looking for one of like the game happening. Yeah, but like I don't fucking, I've, I feel like if, I had seen that. I would know that big ass fucking face with glowing eyes. It was just and like uh, ball pits and swimming a river and pulling ropes to do things. And nobody and could win it. Yeah. Yeah. 200 shows and 30 winners. Fucking yeah. bunch of losers on that bitch. This ain't no wheel of fortune, motherfucker. You can't just show up and win. No, I mean, it was kind of like the first child ninja warrior. We should this. We should be talking about this on the podcast. We are. Oh, we're recording? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you just no didn't idea. know. Got that no. candid convo, son. Yeah. Well, fuck, I no idea about what this fucking game is. So, yeah. But Wheel of Fortune, though? I refuse to talk about Wheel of Fortune. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Price is right? But jams. Bruh, all I've ever wanted to do in my life is play Plinko. One time, mm-hmm. I'm nailing that bitch. Give me you all the so? chips. I'm hitting dead ten grand. I, I feel like every there's, drop. There's bruh. spin moves that people aren't doing. Like you're not putting enough English on the plinko chip. I, I've never understood. When you're dropping the plinko chip, take note of how high it is away from the little bumper things. It's a repeatable process, right? And then, like, because you're just putting it there and then dropping it. Take note of where it's at, and then do it again. Yes, it's it ain't fucking hard. That that that's it. But in the moment, people are like, "I drop chip." Yeah, <laughs> no problem. We might fucking blow up off of this podcast and other upcoming things. And Drew Carey is gonna hit me up one day and be like, "Come play Plinko, then, motherfucker." <laughs> I I fucking hope a horde of people that have nothing better to do than be like. You motherfuckers think Plinko's easy? I bet there's a whole goddamn <laughs> support group community. of people that have lost at Plinko, and they're like, it's not fucking right. easy, guy. But Good theory. There's also a whole support group of people who have hit the 10,000 right in the middle and then hit nothing but zero after that. And it's like, what are you doing? You did it once, bro. You didn't take <laughs> note of where you dropped it and how high it was. You're a loser. You're a loser, even though you won 10,000. I yeah, hope whatever. they're they're doing like Congrats on that, modern technology fucking calculations based on the film footage <laughs> of Plinko attempts. I just don't feel like anybody's ever fucking prepared. And I get, you know, you go there, you're not really expecting to actually be on the show, and then it happens, and you're kind of like, oh, my God. But, dude, I, if I ever step foot in that building, I'm going in with the mindset of like, I'm winning the showcase. Right. 
pass up on the first one. Never take the first showcase. What are you doing? <laughs> Never. The first showcase is for fucking chumps. <laughs> what chumps, are you bro? Doing, bro. I actually have two things. I'm glad you brought this up because one, I, uh, my wife is was home this week. You know, she's like, we're waiting on baby. We're waiting on baby. Mm-hmm. So she was home. So it was the first time in a long time that we've watched Prices Right together. <laughs> so I'm like painting, and we're watching. She's really good at it. Yeah. But it made me think as I was sitting there because I was like painting and it's like Drew Carey or whatever now and I'm like nostalgic for the old days. And like one of my first thoughts was like, how did Bob Barker not get swept up in all this Me Too shit? (laughs) Oh. He's alive, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's like 812 years old, but he's still alive. He's still kicking. He was on. He had the Barker's beauties. Like he had supermodels. yeah. Yeah. That they fired for weight issues and shit. Right. But I'm did, not. Did he though? <laughs> he probably had a part of it. I mean, I you got to think like he was part. He was the host of The Price Is Right for how many years? Like fifty something years. When he wow, first started, no man, a lot. When when Couldn't he first 50. started, it was common practice to like cup an ass at, at an audition. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh, you, yeah. that's what you do. I don't know, man. Maybe everybody's just like, ah, he's old. What are the odds Bob Barker shows up and just fucking Billy Madison beats the shit out of us? Well, Jason's taking that L. Yeah, I'm gonna take that the first one on the chin. Y'all go ahead and take him from there. <laughs> You'll fight. Can you? We, if we had fight to fight dirty. Bob Barker, would you be enthusiastic about it? Or after what I've seen in that movie, absolutely. Yeah, that that's a good. He just kicked we, the shit out of Adam Sandler, right? Price yeah. is wrong, and he Billy. Was, <laughs> and he was an enforcer, you know. So. Okay. Yeah, I, I would I would notch that one for sure. Right. It'd be a notch on my belt. That dude's got to have some reach on him. Yeah, his bones are brittle though, man. I feel like just well, one, yeah, one swift kick to the knee and it turns to dust. We're talking about beating up like a ninety-eight year old man. Can we? Get <laughs> yeah, him? I know. He's, sorry, he's I'm grown sorry. exactly. <laughs> he knew what yeah, was coming. You're right. He's fucking old enough to know better. But, uh, well, I I guess he is old enough. How old's Khabib? Old enough to know better. Uh, I I guess the the me too. Th- not that I'm like not saying that Bob Barker was a rapey dude or anything. I, I guess I'm more like commending him. Yeah. For one, having not been right, or two, like he was either super thorough with his silencing method, or <laughs> he just didn't fucking do it. What Which are the is, odds that the Barker Beauties had to go watch all the dogs be spayed and neutered? Oh, man. And that, he just pointed at them. <laughs> <laughs> just Bob Barker, like, watching you motherfuckers. Look at it. <laughs> that, yeah, that's, very, of, that's dark, man. That's yeah. dark. My bad. Speaking of games and game shows. Dude, I know that you've played a little Red Dead Redemption too. You know this, man. What's your first take on it? Um, it's a fucking masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. Okay. Top 10? All time? Yeah. Yes. Mm. Okay. I would, leaving nostalgia out of it, I don't know how you really can do that with video games, but I would probably go as far as to say, I don't know if it's top five of my favorites yet, because I'm not far enough into it. I played a, a good bit of it, but not, like, I haven't beat it, but man, it, it probably like average out. It's probably going to end up being one of the top three video games of all time. Damn, no shit. Yeah, I I know that 
on the Microsoft Store, of course, it's like the top paid game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, which big release to be expected, but right. it might just stay there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It that's gonna it's gonna be one of those games that like years from now, as you know, people continue to buy Xbox Ones, that's gonna be the first game that you get. You're gonna be like, oh, I need to get Red Dead. Oh you yeah, know, or PS4. I need to get Red Dead. It'll be in the bundle. Don't you think they released it at the right time too? So like yeah. it had the big release, and now you have the holidays coming up to like back it. Oh yeah, for to sure. where it'll go. It yeah. might even go on sale by that point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and I'm sure dogs. they'll sell it in bundles with the X. But like you can get both in one. And yeah. but more importantly, yeah. multiplayer. Yeah, the, it's not the online multiplayer is not out yet. No, but it's not. Will even, be exactly ahead of Christmas. Imagine that shit. Like we, when you can play right now, it's strictly single player. Like that's it. Right. Imagine. If we can all three hop online and fucking mount up, regulators mount up. Are you right. talking? Are you talking about Man Tribe Posse? Yeah, fucking <laughs> the Man Tribe Posse, son. That's it. We're out here to rope your ass and hog tie you, throw you over the horse, take you to the creek, and throw you in just because we can. Oh, oh we're outlaws. Always. Sounds like you chose the dark side, my man. Always, son. I'm a Sith. <laughs> ah, good point. That's a very good point. Story wise, this is like a prequel, though. Like Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. Two is a prequel to, yeah, to uh, Red Dead. Okay. Which, spoiler alert for anybody who you know actually wants to play it. Uh, the guy, the main character from the first Red Dead, is in this one. Okay. He's younger, and he's kind of a bitch. <laughs> from the first one, like you're, you're like. You know, John Marston, he's a badass. He's fucking Scarface and shit. Right? Nah, son. It's all about that Arthur Morgan. <laughs> okay, so I was hanging out with uh, with my nephew the other day, Young Brain, uh-huh. who was supposed to be in studio today. This is his yeah. first day on the job. And God damn it. He fucking no-call, no-shows. Skip that. You're fired. <laughs> brain. You're fucking fired, Brain. Get your shit together. But he was telling me, I guess he, he played the first one, which I did not. Like, I missed that somewhere. Yeah. So I've got a lot of catching up to do, but he was telling me like storyline and he was, and like the little bits I remember. He's like, yeah, but you know, Dutch is still around, but you, you know, you were this guy, but he thought he was cool. Yeah, but like he's kind of like a fucking punk now. Yeah. In this one, and I was just like, yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you put it together, and also I just wanted to talk shit because he should be here. Yeah. Well. But so the but the main character from the previous, mm-hmm. which is a sequel. Yeah, it's I don't know, time, a, yeah. reverse timeline, but uh-huh. you thought he was the shit. Yeah, he's a he's a total badass in, okay. the, in that one. and But now you find out, like, he's just the tip of the badass iceberg, son. <laughs> Is it that he's like, you're starting out turd and you're working your way towards awesome? or Oh, no, you're just awesome. And okay. then, like, one of the first <laughs> missions is you go rescue him. Like his, there's oh, like a I whole see. robbery gone bad and all that shit, and he's gone somewhere, and you fucking track him down because you got a dude that's like I think half Indian, half black. Fuck yeah, yeah, and he's an obviously you know stereotypical because he's Indian. He's a fucking tracker, right, dude? He can smell footprints, so <laughs> they track Arthur. They track John Marston. <laughs> Next week's guest. <laughs> I want to fucking just replay that clip for him and be like. Just look him dead in the eyes in silence and wait for a response. <laughs> can, <Right>. can you? 
Yeah, just clip it out and then play it when okay. we get him in the studio. Yeah, no context. Anyway, <laughs> anyway so the, they track him down, and he's like, he's all hurt and shit, broke leg and all that. And they fucking, you know, you walk over there, and your your character's basically like, quit being a bitch, and like picks him up, throws him over his shoulder, throws him on the horse, like, let's get back to town, bro. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's not as bad. They don't portray him as badass as they did in the you know first one. Yeah, but maybe they just want him to take like a back seat though, because you have this new character. He's a totally brand new character, right? Yeah, the new yeah yeah Arthur Morgan. Um, to but yeah, over. the the fucking online shit. Like I don't know. That's where it's gonna get good, right? But nothing that you're doing now in the single player, and this is like why I went. Oh, I'm gonna wait because nothing you're doing now will apply or benefit or transition to the online multiplayer no not i mean although the story like artistically is yeah is worth playing i'm not saying yeah, that. absolutely it's like that's the thing that impresses me the most is i've played now a bunch of fucking xbox games you know they're all running on the same xbox my xbox didn't get upgraded right like but this game just looks so much better obviously rockstar's really fucking good at that type of shit gta when that came out uh, you know, most people now think about GTA from the Xbox One, but it actually came out on 360 originally. Yeah, that's a good point. And like to think that they fucking squeezed all that shit because that map is huge into the uh, you know, on the 360, right? Is insane now. And then to see what they've done now, more years. I'm kind of I'm looking forward to. I'm assuming their next game is going to be GTA 6. And that will be on the next Xbox. Next the Xbox Gen console. Yeah, yeah, the Xbox Scarlet that be coming out in like 2020. Okay. I can't even fucking imagine what that, like that's going to be, it's going to be nuts. Hey man, you're talking about uh, Red Dead 2 being like just visually stunning. We're oh, going to yeah. take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to talk about something that we've been playing a little bit that's also visually stunning. <laughs> we'll yes. be right back. What's up, Tribe? Welcome back. For the break, I teased that game that is visually stunning. Mm, of course, graphics. I'm talking about my boy Jet Ski Brown James. Yeah. On Wave Race 64. That's right. We got the Nintendo 64 <laughs> out, man. Fuck yeah, son. A nostalgia factor. It's real. It's probably the most fun gaming I've had in a long time, honestly. Right. I I laughed so hard. <laughs> we got we have videos too, and we might have to fucking piece those together and throw them on the YouTube one day. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll keep those in the back pocket. That's it. Know? There there's actually a couple podcast uh, episodes from earlier on that we've referred to a few times. Like we'll bring those back as the lost episodes someday yeah. when they're 
funnier because they're not relevant, (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Uh, We'll have to do the same thing with some of that Nintendo 64 footage, man. Yeah. It's because they're bad. Yeah. But also, I remember how much I loved that game. Right. Matter of fact, we got the N64 rolling, and I was like, ah, you know what I really stomp your ass at? Because I think we're playing Cruising USA. Yeah, which is horrific, even now. Like, it was it was like nostalgia at the beginning, and then you're like, man, this is a terrible fucking game. Well, yeah, it's like Inception, man. You're going layers deep because Cruising USA on Nintendo 64 was like a nostalgic look at your trips to the pizza place right? (laughs) where we've talked about this. Like there's a cruise in USA and every dead pizza joint in America. Right. And wings and more too, maybe. Yeah, dude, there's gotta gotta be be one in that little arcade room, right? Yes. Those bargain games. I know for sure. They gotta have, and I know they got one at fucking uh, grand station. Gotta have it. Oh yeah. But they're trash. But the game yeah. was trash. <laughs> yeah. It was so trash. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, game? I was good at racing on. That's that wave race. And uh, you called my bluff. You were like, hey, uh, just so happens, I got a whole tub full of N64 <laughs> games outside. We right. just got to go find it. Yeah, because I went through that nostalgia thing and bought an N64 with games, painted the casing, like made it all badass. Yeah. Bought a power supply for it. Bought the cables to hook it up to the TV. Never bought a controller. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then you put it in the tub and put it in your storage unit. And like once a year, you open it and you go, "Yep, there's all my pretties." <laughs> and then you shut the door. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then along comes a hazmat man. Here he is, and he finds a Nintendo sixty-four, fucking relentless, with a pristine controller. I don't know if you guys know at home about the Nintendo 64 controller stick drift. Yeah. If your stick is weak, if it's got a dead zone where you can wiggle it around, but you're not even clickety-clacking the springs around inside. Yeah. Shitty. Screwed. If if you got one that is fucking tight. (laughs) Like Like like, a toyka. Like those little Chinese fingers made it to be. In 1996? Yeah. You got something special. How much are they going for, like, the the zero-stick drift controllers uh, on eBay? Dude, like, 40 bucks? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can, I mean, another 10 bucks, and you're buying an Xbox One controller. Yeah. Like... Well, another $10, you're buying, like, a whole N64, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> the, one that I, I, the one that I bought didn't come with a power supply, didn't come with the cable to hook it to the TV. Came with five games and just the console itself. Okay. And was 60 bucks. Wow. And then you can buy an aftermarket power supply and aftermarket cables for like fucking together, like eight bucks. Okay. But the controller, though, (laughs) like getting a good one. And there's no stick drift guarantees if you're just buying a controller. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we fired up a few other games, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, One of... What did we get? Oh, one of which being No Mercy. Yeah. The WWF, right? WWF. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even WWE. Yeah. And we're not talking about that fucking happy panda WWF shit. Yeah. We're the Worldwide <laughs> Foundation. <laughs> Every time I see that commercial, I'm like, are these pandas about to fight? 
Uh, no. they, they stole the name, bastards. Yeah, they did. Well, hey, uh, well, WWF went away. Yeah. But well, they changed it because of the the fucking World Wildlife Federation. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I thought I was making some no cool they, connection there. No, that was a, that's a real thing. <laughs> oh. I think they like sued them for the name. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then they changed to WWE. But has any judge ever ruled against a panda? We could probably find one. We could probably find one somewhere. Probably. Judge Judy, fucking <laughs> ri- the richest reality star. $47 million a year is what yeah. she makes. Her bailiff makes more than we do if in you, 20 years. So. For $48 million, she'll rule against any panda you <laughs> want, bro. And make him feel stupid. <laughs> Emasculated. <laughs> That's it. She is emasculating. Yeah. Uh, you made a really good point when we fired up the no mercy though that like it does like the montage of all the biggest wwf stars yeah and there's like five of them and three of them are like still actively wrestling right who was it It was triple h triple h Shawn michaels uh and the undertaker and then the one that they didn't have like on the actual montage was kane okay yep and that's a match like Triple H and Shawn Michaels, Degeneration X, and Undertaker and Kane, the Brothers of Destruction. That's a match that literally just took place like a month ago. Yeah, like that's in, that, that's so insane. That that game I think actually came out in like ninety six or ninety seven, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, and they're still like actively wrestling. Based on me watching your gameplay of No Mercy, yeah, which sh- was basically me just hitting buttons, having no idea what's going on until I found that kick, though. Yeah, they should have just <laughs> named the game Spinning Heel Kick Simulator because it was just like spinning heel kick, spinning heel kick. But in wrestling, not as lethal as like in the octagon. Yeah, dudes were just eating heel kicks, <laughs> getting up, eating yeah. heel kicks. Yeah. That was good times, man. I landed like 30 of them bitches before they threw me out of the ring in that Royal Rumble. Bastards. You did. Yeah. Well, the good news for everybody that's like, shit, I wish I could have seen that, is we were playing it at a location undisclosed. Mm-hmm. And, and most of it is still strictly theoretical, mm-hmm. but we are currently constructing the Man Tribe War Room, uh, which is the real reason. Doug. <laughs> that Call him out, though. Got him. Well, I just want him to know that we we appreciate uh, his his need and, and desire to consume our content, and shit, we like making it for him. So. Right. But it's really because we've been building our secret lair. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, uh, we, of course, love to podcast, but yeah. there's we love to play games too mm-hmm. and there's a just whole medium of that we've talked about twitch and we thought hey how do we bring the tribe concept to playing games right and uh, instead of being a guy with a webcam on your face and playing a game and trying to be entertaining the whole time and mm-hmm. you know engage people uh how do we bring this concept to it and i think we figured it out again yeah it's a lot harder than <laughs> it's a lot harder than than it, it originally sounds. All I'm gonna say is in in the war room, there's been like 
people on ladders all over shit. <laughs> There's a, a lot of painting uh, has gone into that because we wanted to make it artistic and, yeah. and put some of ourselves there too. But yeah. there's been a lot of phone calls to India and Net, <laughs> Net Plus, IT Plus. Don't don't give them too much. Specialists. Don't give them too much. There's, we gotta we gotta save some footage. Oh, I I I just want to I just want to tease them with it. <laughs> But it, I, I really do think that uh, for what we like to do and for the people that like to hang out with us and, and uh, enjoy the things that we like, it's going to be something cool. And I think it's something that nobody's doing. So yeah. I'm going to leave you with that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, after we got done with the head-kicking simulator, <laughs> when we fire up, we, we tried to put one of the Star Wars games in, and nope. the controls... Just the everything of the N64 about that game yeah. was so funny that I was crying and I said, <laughs> turn it off. Like, if we're gonna if we're gonna record and we're gonna stream and we're gonna let people also enjoy this, like it yeah. needs to be fresh. Like I, I yeah. don't even want to see anymore. So I'm pretty excited to get that back up and going. And that's just we only played three games. Yeah. And we have on hand what, eight? At least, yeah. yeah. And yep. we got a, of course, we have a list of like classics that we're gonna have to run through. Goldeneye, which we've talked about on here before, and gotten some feedback. Yes, that it was odd job. That's completely unfair. So we'll have to fire that bitch up with extra controllers and one person be odd job, and then everybody else trying to kill him. Yes, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've we've pitched before, like putting together some of the the greatest uh challenges of the old games the new games yeah. like just putting together stuff where you know you and i and jason we can all get in there and like uh, play each other and keep a running tally of like mm -hmm. wins and losses i think uh, we can we gotta can get that man trap leaderboard that's it yeah that's it and then we'll just get that shit all the way to draft kings and they can draft <laughs> me you or jason each week and gangster yeah. make that happen hey uh so we were playing wave race mm -hmm. i was on the the game store last night on the xbox one yeah because <laughs> n64 got no game store right <laughs> or internet they do. it's called ebay yes <laughs> but i came across it's basically wave race 64 but modern wave race 2018 aqua moto racing utopia <laughs> say that again <laughs> i feel like this was made for somewhere else and it's just like a shitty english translation <laughs> it is aqua moto racing utopia yeah that seems like they just mashed words together <laughs> it does but when you watch the trailer it looks good yeah it's like there's 50 different courses. Everybody's on jet skis. We know there's like a couple freestyle tricks you can do. <laughs> we'll have to fire that bitch up one day. Oh, yeah. We'll, well do a direct comparison. That's it. Side yeah. by side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I bet the controls are better now than they used to be. I don't know, man. I don't know. You made a I'm betting on Wave Race. <laughs> you, you made a controller that was made for three hands. Uh-huh. On the N64. Oh, you didn't... I just got mine amputated like fucking <laughs> five years ago, dude. 
You had to grow that extra one, bro. I guess I, guess I missed something, man. <laughs> That's like some uh, Bruce Willis Waterworld shit. <laughs> All right, well, we'll do Man, we'll do that. But you know that that aqua <laughs> moto racing utopia, I think? When I was... <laughs> God, what a dumb name. It's like it's it's like shitty assembly instructions right. that are like park go top, <laughs> do not escalate, and you're like what, what the fuck? Uh, like, I'm glad you drew it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It. I'm trying to get something serious because <laughs> it it did it actually it made it's too me too fucking bad man aquamoto <laughs> racing utopia bro. <laughs> U- utopia like, where does that even come in why not like, j- just aqua renegades is it the map i don't sure okay if they have one map on that motherfucker where it's raining utopia really <laughs> i don't even know <laughs> oh god damn it, it made me think though like this one doesn't it looks okay i mean relative to wave race but <laughs> like it, it's not a good game it, it's all it's ten dollars yeah the tr- the title of it's obviously a translation and if right. it's not then it was made by dumb people right but uh, anyway one and a half stars but it, but i thought like i i want to get it because i want to support it so that maybe they'll like take my money and put it to good use mm-hmm. it's more of like a now you owe me one so make another one extra and make it good and it reminded me of this game that i just got and i started playing uh dakar 18 You've you've seen it. It's like the rally race yeah. style. You showed me it, and my first impression was, "Holy shit, I want to drive that truck." Yeah. From what was that video? Who was that guy? That uh, you're talking about Bryce Menzies, who is the the Red Bull like rally X raid team driver. Yeah. And and his co pilot, who's mm-hmm. probably super offended right now that I don't remember his name. Well, you forgot your right. fucking seatbelt. You drove all the way to the car without the right shit. So, <laughs> now there's a there's a YouTube series um, on them. Each one's like five minutes. I think there's maybe five or six of them. But mm-hmm. for anybody that's interested, I'm gonna tell you what the car is, and then you can check out those YouTube videos, or we'll we'll post a link or something up. But basically, the car. Is is this race that they? It's the like longest, hardest rally race in the whole world. It's yeah. fourteen straight days of driving in stages, and each day you're looking at like if you f- get to the end for like twelve to fourteen hours of driving or riding. It's open Fuck. to a couple different classes. What There's is it with Red Bull and this long, long hard shit. Well. This shit was around. Red Bull just has sought out these events. Yeah. Specifically in motocross, like... <laughs> yeah, like the Enduro thing. That doesn't look fun. The Iron all. Giant? Yeah. yeah. That's the Erzberg Rodeo in Austria. Yeah. That's the, like, largest iron mine in the world. <laughs> and they're just trying to climb in on bikes and shit through the jungle. Yeah, the first hour of it is yeah. just like a thousand people trying to all ride up the same wall together. Yeah. <laughs> and this shit is people speeding across a giant desert yeah. in cool ass trucks for 
A half a day. Half a day. Fucking shit. There's a whole story I won't get into about where it actually started, and it was like South Africa to Namibia and like in that area, but uh, due to like political tensions or whatever, I guess, I don't know, years and years ago, they moved it into South and Central America. Mm. But essentially, uh, the game developer, Big Moon, who's tiny, bare bones from what I understand. I mean, yeah. I haven't talked to him, but they decided like, shit, nobody makes this crazy open world rally driving experience, which, you know me, like I love the rally games, like Dirt mm-hmm. Rally is one, probably one of my favorite racing games. Yeah, and that shit is fucking hard. And I like I like the simulation, man. Yeah. Uh, and what's cool about the car is they have all the classes. So we also have dirt bikes, quads and all that so i'm i'm running it right now on a dirt bike and even on a dirt bike i like mx bikes i like mx simulator i mm-hmm. like something a little more sim based that's frustrating it's <laughs> <laughs> probably the word i'm looking for torturous yeah if, yeah if i can't like just let off the gas and then flop over and bang my head on something i don't want it like if my guy will just coast to a stop i don't like that life that's yeah. not real that's yeah. not life real life that's me though like right. Forza, it's my shit. Love. I can hit a tree, back up, and keep going. <laughs> I hit a tree at 200 miles an hour, and it stops me dead in my tracks, and I just hit reverse for like 10 seconds and yeah. then keep going. But if you hit it at 220 and uproot it, you get a shitload of points. <laughs> pretty much, They pretty much reward you for driving like an asshole, unless you hit a person or somebody else's car. <laughs> but no, on the car, they bit off a lot. They decided we're going to build the whole map of the race. Yeah. Open world style. So <laughs> I think somebody said like it was doing a calculation on one of the stages and they were like, oh, so if you tried to drive from the left side of the map to the right side of the map, it'd take you like, I don't know, like 17 hours or something. <laughs> so it's, it's gigantic. Yeah. Man. Realistic as fuck though. Oh, it's insane. But it's not good. Like the, <laughs> the physics of the game, especially on a dirt bike. Because I said I play all the sim games, mm-hmm. I'm like always in the menu trying to like tune it and get it right. So I know on Dakar, I had to turn the steering sensitivity on the motorcycle down to 11 of 100. <clears throat> okay. And like max the shocks and all this stuff just to get it to handle like a motorcycle at all. Yeah. I think I told you, like, if I had to describe the physics, it's very cruising usa (laughs) (laughs) like to bring us back i guess but but regardless i i mean i bought it it's a 60 dollar game yeah and i would suggest that everybody else do that too who likes that off-road open world i mean it's it's land navigation you've got a little road book and you're just on your own figuring it the fuck out ramping over 100 foot dunes and through the forest and i've been so turned around that like I just give up. <laughs> like I'm 45. One stage might take you 45 minutes to ride in this Shit. game. So like you're in it, you know. Yeah. Like, and it sucks to get 40 minutes in and like 50 of 53 waypoints in and then go, I'm hopelessly lost. <laughs> now the wind has moved the dunes <laughs> and, and I have no frame of reference. Oh man, it's. Ter- it's terrible. I'm not going to buy it for 60 bucks. No. But I am going to play it in the war room. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
I guess the moral of the story is, and uh, if you're Big Moon Productions and or if you're the developer and you're listening to this, you owe me one. Like, <laughs> I bought it, but do something smart with that money, and you come back hard with the car 19, Yeah, and then we're even. Because you've painted yourself into a corner now. You named the first one Dakar 18. Yeah, good point. There has to be a 19. You can't skip it. So you either quit making <laughs> games or you make one next year. There's no in-between. You shit or get off the pot. Right. Yeah, if they were going to maybe wait a year in between, they would have named it Dakar. Right. You could just Dakar and then Dakar 2. Yeah. And then Dakar 3. You know, and that gives you a little bit of leeway in the development cycle. You could even go two or three years in between games to make it right. But now you don't put the year on that bitch. You dated it, son. Did we just become consultants? I think we did. Hit us up, Big Little Moon. Big, we'll send you an invoice. <laughs> <clears throat> man. Well, it is it is what it is, man. I no, There's no other game out there like that. That's that type of racing. Even, you know, the Dirt Rally, probably the best among the rally driving games. Cruising USA. Cars only. (laughs) I feel like Cruising USA might as well just be like a slot car racing track. (laughs) Yeah, there is no drift factor in that bad boy. No, I wish wish I had a set of those tires, dude. You hit left, that motherfucker's going left. (laughs) To the left of the screen. Right. It's like Pong with a car. Hey, speaking of, I also got that game. I haven't played it yet. I've really kind of been saving it for, like, some War Room streams. But Guts and Glory, (laughs) which essentially is like a try not to get killed while you ride a bike simulator. Nice. (laughs) Except for... Like the first character, there's a there's a bicycle, there's a guy with a four wheeler, and I think there's like a little car even. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, you only get the guy with the bicycle who also has one of those plastic like child seats on the back, and your four year olds riding back there, <laughs> little Jimmy, little Jimmy, and you're you're ramping across these just like terrible obstacle courses with saw blades and cannonballs and <laughs> huge wrecking balls yeah this is definitely a stream i i watched about five minutes of youtube video because there was no trailer on the microsoft store and i was like oh you ride you ride a vehicle and try not to get killed like this doesn't sound special <laughs> right so i youtubed it and it took me about five minutes to go like I can't live without this. <laughs> this, like this, is good. This is gonna be so good for some laughs. It's basically like the Cards Against Humanity of video games. I think. Perfect. Where, <laughs> that is perfect. <laughs> where you're like, that was fun. Let's put these back in the closet for another year. <laughs> good times. All right. Well, uh, man, I think it's about time for us to wrap it up. But wrap that shit up, B. That's why I need one of those Dave Chappelle wrapping up boxes. <laughs> uh, we've teased you guys about the Man Tribe War Room. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe and follow. There's not much there right now, but go ahead and subscribe and follow on the uh, Man Tribe Plays, yeah. Twitch, uh, and also YouTube, correct? Yes, sir. Awesome. Yeah. Go ahead and get subscribed. That way, why you over there? Just go on, hit that subscribe <laughs> button on the Man Tribe Podcast <laughs> YouTube, man. You didn't even know that was there, yeah. but just subscribe to it. 
If you don't, we'll know. We'll know, man. <laughs> we'll fucking know. Uh, but hey, but if you do, you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get a little update when the fucking war room gets unveiled, mm-hmm. when the iron curtain falls. Yep. And you see the majesty. Also, we're gonna have some laughs in there, and I think that little guts and glory. Trying not to oh, yeah. get slapped off of my bike by a wrecking ball might be just a good fun right. introduction. Yeah, and we'll get some, you know, N sixty four guts and glory like Xbox the silly shit. Well, we'll play some of the more, you know, serious stuff too every Absolutely. once in a while. Oh, we're going outlawing. Yeah, I mean, we're riding Forts, horses around. Yeah, Forza, <laughs> uh, uh, Battlefield's coming up. I don't know if we want to play that. We got you know Anthem. Anthem. Yeah, anthem. that's a that's a beaut banger. That's gonna be a beaut. Looking Strange forward Brigade. to it. Strange Brigade. Have we talked about that on the podcast before? Probably. I think we've referenced it. Yeah. I, I know we've talked about it. That's definitely like a yeah. I need to get that. That's a tribe video game right there. Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna do other stuff in there too, not just video game streaming. So yeah, well, once we get once we uh. Once we unwrap that present, man, yeah. there's going to be a lot of uh, potential for video content as well as audio content. Hashtag stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned, tribe. Hey, guys. As always, thank you so much for listening. Stay tribe.